Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Babes Who Manifest podcast. I am your host, Luanza, aka The Gratitude Chick. Don't forget to follow me on all of my social media platforms at The Gratitude Chick. On Twitter, Gratitude underscore Chick. And on TikTok, Babes Who Manifest. Also, starting in November, I am setting up one-to-one coaching to help you plan out your future reality using both the law of assumption and the power of your subconscious mind. Both of these plans together starts at $50. Send me an email at thegratitudechick20 at gmail.com. Let's start today. everyone. Welcome back to another reading on the Babes Who Manifest podcast. We are continuing with chapter two of the power of your subconscious mind. Chapter two, how your own mind works. And just as a little refresher, I do have my own commentary as I read. If you've listened to me before, you already know, but in In the event this is your first time listening, I do add my commentary. It is merely my opinion. You don't have to agree, but I would love to know your comments. So drop down into the comments and let me know. Okay, you have a mind and you should learn. Uh oh. And you should learn how to use it. There are two levels of your mind the conscious, or rational level and the subconscious or irrational level. You think with your conscious mind and whatever you habitually think sinks down into your subconscious mind, which creates according to the nature of your thoughts. Your subconscious mind is the seat of your emotions and is the creative mind. If you think good, good will follow. If you think evil, evil will follow. This is the way your mind works. The main point to remember is, once the subconscious mind accepts an idea, it begins to execute it. It is an interesting and subtle truth that the law of the subconscious mind works for good and bad ideas alike. So this is why I say all the time that we manifest 24-7, no matter if you believe it in manifestation or not. It's not just about, let me manifest for this amount of money or this car, this house. You are manifesting 24-7 with your thoughts, your feelings, your beliefs, and your words. This law, when applied in a negative way, is the cause of failure, frustration, and unhappiness. Okay? Think about what is going on in your life now. What is happening in your life right now is a direct result of your thoughts, your words, your feelings, and your beliefs from in the past. So remember, whatever you're feeling, thinking, speaking, and and, and believing today is creating whatever comes tomorrow. And you know I don't really believe in in a future tense. I always believe in the present. The past has gone away. The future, we don't know. So always live and create for today. Because when tomorrow comes, it'll be what? Today. However, when your habitual thinking is harmonious and constructive, you experience perfect health, success, and prosperity. Peace of mind and a healthy body are inevitable when you begin to think and feel in the right way. Whatever you claim mentally and feel as true, your subconscious mind will accept and bring forth into your experience. This is why I love the law of assumption because whatever you think and feel as true for you is true for you. That is why to me, what what you want manifests faster with the law of assumption than the law of attraction because it's really all about what you believe internally is true for you while the law of attraction you have to attract those things to you 
the only thing necessary for you to do is to get your subconscious mind to accept your idea. And the law of your own subconscious mind will bring forth the health, peace, or the position you desire. You give the command or decree, and your subconscious will faithfully reproduce the idea impressed upon it. The law of your mind is this. You will get a reaction or response from your subconscious mind according to the nature of the thought or idea you hold in your conscious mind. Okay, so let me read that again. The law of your mind is this. You will get a reaction or response from your subconscious mind according to the nature of the thought or idea you hold in your conscious mind. Your subconscious mind is taking commands from your conscious mind to bring whatever you're holding into your reality. So if you've listened to me before, you've heard my story of how back in my 20s, I held the thought often, woe is me. That became my reality. My 20s was my most horrible decade. And so many just tragedies happened to me because I held those thoughts. I thought it, I spoke it, I believed it. And worst of all, I felt it. So it sending that and holding those thoughts, it sent it to my sub, my subconscious mind for the reaction and the response to my reality. So it brought it forth into my reality, which is why I'm telling, especially my newbies in my group and, and those who I counsel, start off with affirmations. And I post them on my TikTok and my, and my, um, you know, in my group and on Instagram. And I tell you, say them three times in a row. Hold that thought for three times in a row. Let's do it nine times a day until this affirmation becomes true for you. And we're going to keep reprogramming affirmations into your mind, into your mind, because our goal is to combat all of the negativity we've held in our lives. Let's keep reading. Psychologists and psychiatrists point out that when thoughts are conveyed to your subconscious mind, impressions are made in the brain cells. As soon as your subconscious accepts any idea, it proceeds to put it into effect immediately. It works by association of ideas and uses every bit of knowledge that you have gathered in your lifetime to bring it about to bring about its purpose it draws on the infinite power energy and wisdom within you it lines up all the laws of nature to get its way do you see how far it's going to go to create the reality that you are holding in your conscious mind and do you even understand the 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 detriment that you are causing in your life when you hold negative thoughts when you go on social media and you harass people like celebrities and things recently I watched an episode of a reality housewife show in Potomac and I had so much angst in my body for one of the girls on the show that I determined I can't watch this show anymore just simply and I I never realized that I was holding anger in my body against someone I didn't even know until yesterday when I watched the newest episode and I determined then I can't watch this show anymore because holding anger towards someone I don't know is insane and that is is a direct deterrent against me because I'm angry at this chick who's living her life getting paid to, to cause havoc on TV. <laughs> so, because the universe goes through so much to give you what you want, hold positive thoughts. Hold, th- hold thoughts in your mind for your betterment, not your detriment. And that is coming from someone who lived a decade of holding the worst thoughts 
in her mind about herself. Let's get back to reading. It draws on the infinite power, energy, and wisdom within you. It lines up all the laws of nature to get its way. Sometimes it brings, it seems to bring about an immediate solution to your difficulties, but at other times it may take days, weeks, or longer. Its ways are past finding out. Conscious and subconscious, subconscious terms di- differentiate. You must remember that these are not two minds. They are merely two spheres of activity within one mind. Your conscious mind is the reasoning mind. It is that phase of mind which chooses, for example, you choose your books, your home, and your partner in life. You make all your decisions with your conscious mind. On the other hand, without any conscious choice on your part, your heart is kept functioning automatically and the process process of digestion circulation and breathing are carried on by your subconscious mind through processes in independent of your conscious control your subconscious mind accepts what is oppressed upon it or what you consciously believe it does not reason things out like your conscious mind and it does not argue with you controversially your subconscious mind is like the soil which accepts any kind of seed good or bad Your thoughts are active and might be likened unto seeds. Negative destructive thoughts continue to work negatively in your subconscious mind and in due time will come forth into outer experience which corresponds with them. Remember your subconscious mind does not engage in proving whether your thoughts are good or bad, true or false, but it responds according to the nature of your thoughts or suggestions. For example, if you consciously assume something as true, even though it may be false, your subconscious mind will accept it as true and proceed to bring about results which must necessarily follow because you consciously assumed it to be true. And that right there is the law of assumption. Whatever you assume to be true is true for you and your subconscious mind will take what your conscious mind is saying to it and bring it forth into your reality. Watch your assumptions. The the good thing about this, if you have had bad assumptions all your life, like um, money doesn't grow on trees, I'm broke and all this stuff I see on social media that makes me cringe. If you have these assumptions, right now, today, you can change those assumptions. You can. This is not something that has to stay with you the rest of your life. You have the power to change what your conscious thoughts are thinking and send that directly to your subconscious mind so your subconscious can start working for what your new assumption is. Let's get back to reading. Experiments by psychologists. Innumerable experiments by psychologists and others on persons in the hypnotic state have shown that the subconscious mind is incapable of making selections and comparisons which are necessary for a reasoning process. They have shown repeatedly that your subconscious mind will accept any suggestions, however false. Having once accepted any suggestion, it responds according to the nature of the suggestion given. To illustrate the amenability of your subconscious mind to suggestion, if a practiced hypnotist suggests to one of his subjects that he is Napoleon Bonaparte, or even a cat or dog, he will act out the part with inimitable accuracy. Sorry. His personality becomes changed for the time being. He believes himself to be whatever the operator tells him he is. A skilled hypnotist may suggest to one of his students in the hypnotic state that his back itches, to another that his nose is bleeding, to another that he is a marble statue, to another that he is freezing and the temperature is below zero. Each one will follow out the line of his particular suggestion, totally oblivious to all his surroundings, which do not pertain to his idea. 
These simple illustrations portray clearly the difference between your conscious reasoning mind and your subconscious mind, which is impersonal, non-selective, and accepts as true whatever your conscious mind believes to be true. Hence the importance of selecting thoughts, ideas, and premises which bless, heal, inspire, and fill your soul with joy. The terms objective and subjective mind clarified. Your, con- your conscious mind is sometimes referred to as your objective mind because it deals with outward objects. The objective mind takes cognizance of the objective world. Its media of observation are your five physical senses. Your objective mind is your guide and director in your contact with your environment. You gain knowledge through your five senses. Your objective mind learns through observation, experience, and education. As previously pointed out, the greatest function of the objective mind is that of reasoning. Suppose you are one of the thousands of tourists who come to Los Angeles annually. You will come to the conclusion that it is a beautiful city based upon your observation of the parks, pretty gardens, majestic buildings, and lovely homes. This is the working of your objective mind. Your subconscious mind is oftentimes referred to as your subjective mind. Your subjective mind takes cognizance of its environment by means independent of the five senses. Your subjective mind perceives by intuition. It is the seat of your emotion and the storehouse of your memory. Your subjective mind performs its highest functions when your objective senses are in abeyance. In a word, it is that intelligence which makes itself manifest when the objective mind is suspended or in a sleepy, drowsy state. Your subjective mind sees without the use of the natural organs of vision. It has the capacity of clairvoyance, clairaudience, I'm sorry, clairvoyance and clairaudience. Your subjective mind can leave your body travel to distant lands and bring back information oftentimes of the most exact and truthful character through your subjective mind you can read the thoughts of others read the contents of sealed envelopes and closed safes your subjective mind has the ability to apprehend the thoughts of others without the use of the ordinary objective means of communication it is, of the, it is of the greatest importance that we understand the interaction of the objective mind and the subjective mind in order to learn the true art of prayer. The, subject, the subconscious cannot reason like your conscious mind. Your subconscious mind cannot argue controversially. Hence, if you give it wrong suggestions, it will accept them as true and will proceed to bring them to pass as conditions experiences and events all things that have happened to you are based on thoughts impressed on your subconscious mind through belief if you have conveyed erroneous concepts to your subconscious mind the sure method of overcoming them is by the repetition of constructive harmonious thoughts frequently repeated which your subconscious mind accepts thus forming new and healthy habits of thought and life for your subconscious mind is the seat of habit. And again, because your subconscious mind is the seat of habit, repetition is key. Repeating your um, affirmations every single day, three times in a row, nine times a day. And I would, I would say for at least 30 days. Listen, put some alarms in your phone when it pops up start repeating it's nothing that you have to write it's literally you can repeat it in your mind you can say it out loud but do it do the work because it is because your subconscious mind is the seat of habit doing affirmations to reprogram your mind the repetition of it will work let's get back to reading the habitual thinking of your conscious mind establishes deep grooves in your subconscious mind Boom. Boom. Just said it. 
This is very favorable for you if your habitual thoughts are harmonious, peaceful, and constructive. Literally just said it. If you have an, and, and, and I'm going to be honest with you, I have about maybe four affirmations that I say. Say them. And in conjunction, in conjunction with that, I would say add gratitude. You can do that. Like uh, for me, I use, um, I do like a 30 to 60 second gratitude rampage whenever I see repeating numbers. Some, some people call them angel numbers. I don't really know what that is. And I don't really know if angels communicate through numbers. So because I don't know, I, when I see the repeating numbers, I literally stop and do 30 to 60 seconds of gratitude, which I call a gratitude rampage because I literally just go into my mind and list everything that I'm grat- grateful for. And it just kind of spills out. I don't think about it first. I just go for it. And that's why I call it a rampage. Okay, let's get back to reading. If you have indulged in fear, worry, and other destructive forms of thinking, the remedy is to recognize the omnipotence of your subconscious mind and decree freedom, happiness, and perfect health. Your subconscious mind, being creative and one with your divine source, will proceed to create the freedom and happiness and happiness which you have earnestly decreed. And I will say this is true because one of the um, things that I say a lot is, Uh, What is it? I am. Some uh, my brain. I am in great health or I am in perfect health or something like that because I have GI issues that I am actively curing whenever it acts up. I automatically start talking about how great my health is and literally in a few minutes it goes away. So it definitely works. Okay, let's get back to reading. The, d- the tremendous power of suggestion. You must realize by now that your, mu- your conscious mind is the watchman at the gate. And its chief function is to protect your subconscious mind from false impressions. You are now aware of one of the basic laws of mind. Your subconscious mind is amenable to suggestion. Okay. As you know, your subconscious mind does not make comparisons or contrasts. Neither does it reason and think things out for itself. This latter function belongs to your conscious mind. It simply reacts to the impressions given to it by your conscious mind. It does not show a preference for one course of action over another. The following is a classic example of the tremendous power of suggestion. Suppose you approach a timid-looking passenger on board a ship and say to him something like this, you look very ill, how pale you are. I feel certain you are going to be seasick. Let me help you to your cabin. The passenger turns pale. Your suggestion of seasickness associates itself with his own fears and forebodings. He accepts your aid down to the berth and there your negative suggestion, which was accepted by him is realized. And I think this goes back to you having to own and know yourself this has happened to me before but I'm not weak or timid so when a certain person in my family approached me and said hey because grandma has diabetes and I have diabetes and my daughter has diabetes you're gonna get diabetes uh no no ma'am I'm not it's not gonna happen this was said to me 20 years ago and guess what 20 years later I do not have diabetes but My grandmother did have diabetes type 2, and as we all know, this can be contracted through diet. She decided it was hereditary, so she ended up doing all this research and bringing all and started believing that because she felt it was hereditary, she would get it. She got it, and then passed that suggestion to her daughter who got it and tried to pass it to me, and I wasn't going for it. So while they have it, I do not. So I, I'm, I, I think it just depends on the person. And if you are weak-willed, get stronger and don't allow other people's suggestions for you come onto you and into your, your mind. Let's get back to reading. Different reactions to the same suggestion. It is true that different people will react in different ways to the same suggestion because of their subconscious conditioning or belief. I literally just said that. 
For example, if you go to a sailor on the ship and say to him sympathetically, my dear fellow, you're looking very ill. Aren't you feeling sick? You look to me as if you're going to be seasick. According to the temperament, he either laughs at your joke or expresses a mild irritation. Your suggestion fell on deaf ears in this instance because your suggestion of seasickness was associated in his mind with his own immunity from it. Therefore, it called up no fear or worry but self-confidence. And that's literally what happened to me. I have never taken on the belief that because I'm overweight, I should have all of these diseases that people say I should have. So I've never had any of them. So it goes without saying. Back to reading. The dictionary says that a suggestion is the act or instance of putting something into one's mind. The mental process by which the thought or idea suggested is entertained, accepted, or put into effect. You must remember that a suggestion cannot impose something on the subconscious mind against the will of the the conscious mind. In other words, your conscious mind has the power to reject the suggestion given. In the case of the sailor, he had no fear of seasickness. He had convinced himself of his immunity and the negative suggestion had absolutely no power to evoke fear. And I will tell you a little, a little story that goes along with this. When I was younger, a really, really young, my mother had been, had just died. I think maybe I may have been like nine or 10. We were on a trip from Chicago to Huntsville, Alabama. And we were all packed into the station wagon. And my aunt was driving, and she has an intense fear of bridges. And we got to this bridge in Louisville. And she pulled to the side. She would not go over this bridge. I believe a actual cop had to come and drive us across that bridge because she wouldn't do it. When I got older, I went to undergrad in Huntsville, Alabama. And the reason why we were gone is because I believe my uncle or somebody was in school at the same school I went to. And um, once we, once I started driving back and forth from Chicago to Huntsville, I used to have the same fears across that bridge. Not because I was scared of crossing bridges, but it was that bridge that specific bridge. And it was simply because I remembered how she freaked out. So crazy. And it, it literally is because of her suggestion, a way back in my mind, literally evoked fear in me. I just thought of that. Anyway, back to reading. The suggestion of seasickness to the other passenger called forth his indwelling fear of seasickness. Each of us has his own inner fears, beliefs, opinions, and these inner assumptions rule and govern our lives. A a suggestion has no power in and of itself except it is accepted mentally by you. This causes your subconscious powers to flow in a limited and restricted way according to the nature of the suggestion. How he lost his arm. I don't know who he is. Every two or three years, I give a series of lectures at the London Truth Forum in Caxton Hall. This is a forum I founded a number of years ago. Dr. Evelyn Fleet, the director, told me about an article which appeared in the English newspapers dealing with the power of suggestion. This is the suggestion a man gave to his subconscious mind over a period of about two years. I will give my right arm to see my daughter cured. It appeared that his daughter had a crippling form of arthritis together with a so-called incurable disease of skin cancer. Medical treatment had failed to alleviate the condition and the father had an intense longing for his daughter's healing and expressed his desire in the words just quoted. Ooh, you know how many people have said that. Dr. Evelyn Fleet said that the newspaper article pointed out that one day the family was writing was out riding when their car collided with another. The father's right arm was torn off at the shoulder and immediately the daughter's arthritis and skin condition vanished. 
You must make certain to give your subconscious only suggestions which heal, bless, elevate, and inspire you in all your ways. Now, just just to piggyback off of this sentiment, I actually just posted a affirmation on both uh, YouTube and TikTok, and it says, Large sums of money come to me easily and effortlessly on a continuous basis with no harm to me or anyone else. And the reason why I say that is because when you're asking for large sums of money, you need to be clear and concise that you want no harm to yourself or to anyone else. You don't want someone to die to have to give you money. Or in my case, when I asked for $25,000 in 2011, I got into a collision, my car was total, and I got the money. You know what I mean? So always make sure that your suggestions and your requests are only, you know, there to to be positive and don't harm anyone else. Back to reading. Remember that your subconscious mind cannot take a joke. This is what I've been trying to impress upon my niece who was 13. Stop saying these things just because you think they're funny. Your subconscious mind cannot take a joke. It takes you at your word. How auto-suggestion banishes fear. Illustrations of auto-suggestion. Auto-suggestion means suggesting something definite and specific to oneself. Herbert Parkin, in his excellent manual of auto-suggestion, records the following incident. He has its amu- it has its amusing side so that one remembers it. A New York visitor in Chicago looks at his watch, which is set an hour ahead of Chicago time, and tells a Chicago friend that it is 12 o'clock. The Chicago friend, not considering the difference in time between Chicago and New York, tells the U- U- New Yorker that he is hungry and that he must go to lunch. Auto-suggestion may be used to banish various fears and others' negative conditions. A young singer was invited to give an audition. She had been looking forward to the interview, but on three previous occasions, she had failed miserably due to fear of failure. This young lady had a very good voice, but she had been saying to herself, when the time comes for me to sing, maybe they won't like me. I will try, but I'm full of fear and anxiety. Her subconscious mind accepted these negative auto-suggestions as a request and proceeded to manifest them and bring them into her experience. The cause was an involuntary auto-suggestion, i.e. silent fear, thoughts, emotionalized and subjectified. She overcame it by the following technique. Three times a day, she isolated herself in a room. She sat down comfortably in an armchair, relaxed her body, closed her eyes. She stilled her mind and body as best as she could. Physical inertia favors mental passivity and renders the mind more receptive to suggestion. She counteracted the fear suggestion by saying to her herself, I sing beautifully. I am poised, serene, confident, and calm. She repeated the statement slowly, quietly, and with feeling from five to ten times at each sitting. She had three such sittings every day on one and one immediately prior to sleep. At the end of the week, she was completely poised and confident. When the invitation to audition came, she gave a remarkable, wonderful audition. How she restored her memory. A woman aged 75 was in the habit of saying to herself, I am losing my memory. Oof, I have said this so many times. She reversed the procedure and practice induced auto-suggestion several times a day as as follows. My memory from today on is improving in every department. I shall always remember whatever I need to know at every moment of time and point of space. The impressions received will be clearer and more definite. I shall retain them automatically and with ease. Whatever I wish to recall will immediately present itself in in the correct form in my mind. I am improving rapidly every day, and very soon my memory will be better than it has been before. At the end of three weeks, her memory was back to normal, and she was delighted. 
how he overcame a nasty temper. Many men who complained of irritability and bad temper proved to be very susceptible to auto-suggestion and obtained marvelous results by using the following statements three or four times a day, morning, noon, and at night prior to sleep for about a month. Henceforth, I shall grow more good-humored. Joy, happiness, and cheerfulness are now becoming my normal states of mind. Every day I'm becoming more and more lovable and understanding. I am now becoming the center of cheer and good, cheer and goodwill to all those about me, infecting them with good humor. This happy, joyous, and cheerful mood is now becoming my normal, natural state of mind. I am grateful. That is that's that's I actually like that. I'm I'm telling you guys to do three times a day excuse me, three times in a row, nine times a day. And I would definitely either do that or this. You know, if you are able to be in a place where you can just sit back and relax in a meditative state and slow down your thinking and just go with it like this, say it five or ten times, do that too. Or in, in instead of what I said, because this, I'm sure, definitely works probably much better than what I'm saying. My purpose is what I said to do is because I know people have jobs. So it's easy to just stop for a few seconds and say it and keep on going with your day. But if you can do this, do this. Back to reading. The destructive, the constructive and destructive power of suggestion. Some illustrations and comments on hetero suggestion. Hetero suggestion means suggestions from another person. In all ages, the power of suggestion has played a part in the life and thought of man in every period of time and in each country of the earth. In many parts of the world, it is the controlling power in religion. Suggestion may be used to discipline and control ourselves, but it can also be used to take control and command over others who do not know the laws of mind. In its its constructive form, it is wonderful and magnificent. In its negative aspects, it is one of the most destructive of all the response patterns of the mind, resulting in patterns of misery, failure, suffering, sickness, and disaster. Have you accepted any of these? From infancy on the majority of us have been given many negative suggestions. Not knowing how to thwart them, we consciously accepted them. Here are some of the negative suggestions. You can't. You'll never amount to anything. You mustn't you'll fail. You haven't got a chance. You're all wrong. If, if, I don't know, the word is gone. It's not what you know, but who you know. The world is going to the dogs. I haven't heard that one. What's the use? Nobody cares. It's no use trying so hard. You're too old now. Oof, child. At 45, I'm starting to hear this one. And I'm starting to hear it from myself. Things are getting worse and worse. Life is an endless grind. Love is for the birds. I've said that before. You just can't win. Pretty soon you'll be bankrupt. Watch out, you'll get the virus. (laughs) I'm sure we've all said that. We've all said it, we've all heard it. Watch out, you'll get the virus. When was this book written? In 1920? You can't trust the soul, etc. Unless as an adult you use constructive auto-suggestion, which is a reconditioning therapy, the impressions made on you in the past can cause behavior patterns that cause failure in your personal and social life. Auto-suggestion is a means releasing you from the mass of negative verbal conditioning that might otherwise distort your life pattern, making the development of good habits difficult. You can counteract negative suggestions. Pick up the paper any day and you can read dozens of items that could sow the seeds of futility, fear, worry, anxiety, and impending doom. And that was just back then when they all they had was paper. Now we have internet, we have social media, we have paper, we have TV. Whew. If accepted by you, these thoughts of fear could cause you to lose the will for life. 
knowing that you can reject all these negative suggestions by giving your subconscious mind constructive auto-suggestions, you counteract all these destructive ideas. Check regularly on the negative suggestions that people make to you. You do not have to be influenced by destructive hetero-suggestion. All of us have suffered from it in our childhood and in our teens. If you look back, you can easily recall how parents, friends, relatives, teachers, and associates contributed in a campaign of negative suggestions. Study the things said to you and you will discover much of it was in the form of propaganda. The purpose of much of what, you, what was said was to control you or instill fear into you. This hetero suggestion process goes on in every home, office, factory, and club. You will find that many of these suggestions are for the purpose of making you think, feel, and act as, as others want you to and in ways that they are to take their advantage. How Suggestion Killed a Man Here's an illustration of heterosuggestion. A relative of mine went to a crystal gazer in India who told him that he had a bad heart and predicted that he would die at the next new moon. He began to tell all members of his family about this prediction and he arranged his will. The powerful suggestion entered his subconscious mind because he accepted it completely. My relative also told me that this crystal gazer was believed to have some strange occult powers and he could do harm or good to a person. He died as predicted, not knowing that he was the cause of his own death. I suppose many of us have heard similar stupid, ridiculous, superstitious stories. Let us look at what happened in the light of our knowledge of the way the subconscious mind works. Whatever the conscious reasoning mind of man believes, the subconscious mind will accept and act upon. My relative was happy, healthy, vigorous, and robust when he went to see the fortune teller. She gave him a very negative suggestion, which he accepted. He became terrified and constantly dwelt upon the fact that he was going to die at the next new moon. He proceeded to tell everyone about it and he prepared for the end. The activity took place in his own mind and his own thought was the cause. He brought about his own so-called death or rather destruction of the physical body by his fear and expectation of the end. This is why I do not do horoscopes. I do not do readings. I do not do any of that. Tell me of the future. I don't, I don't subscribe to it. I don't believe it. I don't do it because I will not give anyone else the power to tell me anything about me and my life when I have been given the power to create my life. I am not giving anyone else a co-power to do that. So I would suggest to think before you go and give someone else the power that you've been given. Back to reading. The woman who predicted his death had no more power than the stones and sticks in the field. Her suggestion had no power to create or bring about the end she suggested. If he had known the laws of his mind, he would have completely rejected the negative suggestion and refused to give her words any attention, knowing in his heart that he was governed and controlled by his own thoughts and feelings. Like ten arrows aimed at a battleship, her prophecy could have been completely neutralized and dissipated without hurting him. The suggestions of others in themselves have absolutely no power whatever over you except the power that you give them through your own thoughts. You have to give your mental consent. You have to entertain the thought. And by going, by literally going and having someone do a reading or, or going to sit down and have somebody look in their crystal ball, you are entertaining the thought. Do not, do not give anyone that kind of power over you. Then it becomes your thought and you do the thinking. Remember, you have the capacity to choose. Choose life. Choose love. Choose health. The promise of an assumed major premise. Your mind works like a syllogism. This means that whatever major premise your conscious mind assumes to be true, 
determines the conclusion your subconscious mind comes to in regard to any particular question or problem in your mind. If your premise is true, the conclusion must be true, as in the following example. Every virtue is laudable. Kindness is a virtue, therefore kindness is laudable. Another example is as follows. All formed things change and pass away. The, py the pyramids of Egypt are formed things, therefore someday the pyramids will pass away. The first statement is referred to as the major premise and the right conclusion must necessarily follow the right premise. A college professor who attended some of my science of mind lectures in May 1962 at Town Hall, New York said to me, everything in my life is topsy-turvy and I have lost health, wealth, and friends. Everything I touch turns out wrong. I explained to him that he should establish a major premise in his thinking that the infinite tele intelligence of his subconscious mind was guiding, directing, directing, and prospering him spiritually, mentally, and materially. Then his subconscious mind would automatically direct him wisely in his investments, decisions, and also heal his body and restore his mind to peace and tranquility. This professor formulated an overall picture of the way he wanted his life to be, and this was his major premise. Infinite intelligence leads and guides me in all my ways. Perfect health is mine, and the law of harmony operates in my mind and body. Beauty, love, peace, and abundance are mine. The principle of right action and divine order govern my entire life. I know my major premise is based on the eternal truths of life, and I know, feel, and believe that my subconscious mind responds according to the nature of my conscious mind thinking. He wrote me as follows. I repeated the above statement slowly, quietly, and lovingly several times a day, knowing that they were sinking deep down into my subconscious mind and that results must follow. I am deeply grateful for the interview you gave me, and I would like to add that all departments of my life are changing for the better. It works. The subconscious does not argue controversially. Your subconscious mind is all wise and knows the answer to all questions. It does not argue with you or talk back to you. It does not say, you must not impress me with that. For example, when you say, I can't do this, I am too old now, I can't meet this obligation. I was born on the wrong side of the tracks. I don't know the right politician. You are impregnating your subconscious with these negative thoughts and it responds accordingly. You are actually blocking your own good, thereby bringing lack, limitation, and frustration into your life. When you set up obstacles, impediments, and delays in your conscious mind, you are denying the wisdom and intelligence resident in your subconscious mind. You are actually saying in effect that your subconscious mind cannot solve your problem. This leads to mental and emotional congestion followed by sickness and neurotic tendencies. To realize your desire, overcome your frustration, affirm boldly several times a day. The infinite intelligence which gave me this desire leads, guides, and reveals to me the perfect plan for the unfolding of my desire. I know the deeper wisdom of my subconscious is now responding, and what I feel and claim within is expressed in the without. There is a balance, equilibrium, and equanimity. If you say there is no way out, I am lost. There is no way out of this dilemma. I am stimmied and blocked. You will get no answer or response from your subconscious mind. If you want the subconscious to work for you, give it the right request and attain its cooperation. It is always working for you. It is controlling your heartbeat this minute and also your breathing. It heals a cut on your finger and its tendency is a life work forever seeking to care, to take care of you and preserve you. Your subconscious has a mind of its own, but it accepts your patterns of thought and imagery. When you are seeking an answer to, you, to a problem, your subconscious will respond, but it expects you to come to a decision and to a true judgment in your conscious mind. 
you must acknowledge the answer in your subconscious mind. However, if you say, I don't think there is any way out, I am all mixed up and confused, why don't I get an answer? You are neutralizing your prayer. Like the soldier marking time, you do not get anywhere. Still, the wheels of your mind relax, let go, and quietly affirm. My subconscious knows the answer. It is responding to me now. I give thanks because I know the infinite intelligence of my subconscious knows all things and is revealing the perfect answer to me now. My real conviction is now setting free the majesty and glory of my subconscious mind. I rejoice that it is so. So this is the end. I know this was a long chapter and we are at 49 minutes. So I'm going to end this now. I hope that um, you guys have learned something because this was a great chapter, right? This book is pretty good. Um, And I hope that my commentary did not turn you off, especially the stumbling of my words. I'm not going to edit. I'm going to post it the way it is because it's who I am and I'm not perfect. So thank you guys for listening. I appreciate that you have taken time out of your day come and listen to me ramble on and about subjects that I love. Have a blessed day and don't forget to add gratitude as a daily practice. I promise you, promise you, promise you that once you add the daily practice of gratitude to your life, it will change. Have a blessed day. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Babes Who Manifest podcast. I am your host, Lawanza, a.k.a. The Gratitude Chick. Don't forget to follow us on our new YouTube page at The Gratitude Chick. Make sure to click in our description box for a good deal on starting your own dropshipping business with Shopify.